Collins and I'm going to be today's podcast host and today we're going to be talking about omega-6s and omega-3s. Hello, my name is Laura Taniuchi and I'm a public health expert. Hi, my name is Lillian Kim and I'm a registered dietitian. So I'm going to start off by giving a little background information about omega-6 and omega-3. Omega-6 and omega-3 are polyunsaturated fatty acids because they have many double bonds in their molecular structure. Our body can't produce these polyunsaturated fatty acids because it's impossible to put a double bond on the carbon 6 or 3 positions. Because the body can't produce them, we need to eat them through our diet to get the proper amount. If we don't get enough of these essential fatty acids, then it has been shown to possibly lead to deficiencies in other critical metabolic processes and other illnesses. It is also important to get enough omega-6 and omega-3 because they're used for blood clotting and inflammation. In today's modern Western diet, a, defici- a deficiency in omegas is not the problem. The problem is actually an overconsumption of omega-6 when not intaking enough omega-3s. This imbalance in omegas can just as much can be just as much harm as someone who is not eating enough essential fatty acids. A reason why the modern Western diet is high in omega-6 and low in omega-3 is because the high amounts of processed seed and vegetable oils found in our diet. High amounts of omega-6 in the cell membranes is strongly associated with the risk of heart disease, which makes perfect sense given their potential pro-inflammatory effects. So today we are gathered here to talk about the roles of essential fatty acids in our diets. We're going to start off by taking a caller from Berkeley, California. Hi, my name is Katie. I'm currently a Cal student. Um, recently, my friend and I had a disagreement about eating omega-3 and omega-6 fatty acids. In one of my Nutri-Science classes, I learned that both omega-3 and omega-6 fatty acids are essential to our diet, but my friend warned me that omega-6 causes cardiovascular disease. Is this true? Which one is bad and which one's good? That's a great question, Katie. Let's first take a look at how omega-3 and omega-6 in current Western diets have evolved from our ancestors many generations ago. The diet of pre-agricultural humans primarily consisted of lean meat, fish, green leafy vegetables, fruits, nuts, and berries. In fact, it's only recently that humans started introducing cereals into their diets. This has had large implications because cereal grains are high in omega-6 fatty acids, but low in omega-3, and has led to today's diets being largely unbalanced with excessive amounts of omega-6 and deficiencies in omega-3. Omega-6, when digested in the body, produces primarily pro-inflammatory molecules. Pro-inflammatory molecules often stop the breakdown of triglycerides, the main storage form of fat in our cells. This leads to less fatty acid oxidation, so you're not breaking down fat for energy. There are several pathologies related to this, including metabolic syndrome, which is a mix of many abnormalities, including insulin resistance, hypertension, dyslipidemia, obesity, and cardiovascular disease. It even may increase the risk of asthma, psychiatric disorders, autoimmune disease, and cancer proliferation. Is the imbalance of omega-6 and omega-3 fatty acid a problem only found in the U.S.? Will I encounter this problem in other countries? That's an interesting question. The imbalance of omega-6 and omega-3 is, as we mentioned before, found heavily in Western diets, which includes not just countries like the U.S., but European countries and the U.K. as well. Overall, there's definitely an increase in imbalance across the world. But if we take a look at countries like Japan, we see that the imbalance is not as pronounced. In the U.S., the ratio of omega-6 to omega-3 is 16, while in Japan, it is only 4. Therefore, it would be interesting to look into the diets of the Japanese population 
to see what they are eating and how we can possibly incorporate that into diets in the U.S. to lessen the imbalance between omega-6 and omega-3. Not only does our diet discriminate against omega-3s, the enzymes in our bodies do as well. We have enzymes that break down fat in our cells, and they can choose between omega-3 or omega-6 in our cells. They have higher affinity for omega-6, which creates more products that are pro-inflammatory. If we're eating a lower ratio of omega-3s to begin with, that already decreases the chances that the omega-3 products will be used to increase anti-inflammatory effects. I understand that we should eat omega-3, but I'm still worried about eating omega-6. Should I be avoiding foods that contain omega-6, such as eggs, nuts, seeds, and etc.? The imbalance between omega-6 and omega-3 is the main reason for concern, so it's still important to get omega-6 in your diet. The imbalance in omega-6 and 3, as we mentioned before, is due to changes in modern technology and agriculture. Modern technology has allowed for a large-scale production of vegetable oils, leading to increased consumptions of oils high in omega-6. Additionally, modern agriculture relies heavily on grain-based feeds, which research has shown has led to decreases in omega-3 quantities in the meat we consume, as well as many other foods. So it's important to be aware of where your food comes from and the balance of omega-3 and 6 fatty acids in them. For instance, when you purchase salmon to cook your dinner, try to buy fish that has been grown naturally in the oceans and lakes, instead of fish that have been cultivated through fish farms, which tend to have less omega-3s. I also want to point out that omega-6s aren't bad. They're considered essential for a reason. Our bodies cannot make these fatty acids themselves, and we need to consume these for essential body functions. The main solution is to increase awareness about the nutritional impact so more people are aware of what they're eating and then make those changes towards fixing their omega-3 to omega-6 ratio. Thank you. I feel much more informed about the two omegas. I now understand that both are essential and that the ratio of the two is most important. As a college student, I find it difficult to get all these essential nutrients in my diet. Since I can't afford to eat salmon, tuna, and herring in order to get omega-3 in my diet, I'll try to find other alternatives such as chia seeds and flax seeds. In addition, I'll try not to avoid omega-3 by eating cheap options such as eggs, nuts, and seeds as the balance of the two omegas is important. Thank you to our caller for those insightful questions, and thank you to our public health expert and nutritionist. So in conclusion, in today's modern Western diet, a deficiency in omegas is not the problem. The problem is actually an overconsumption of omega-6 and not intaking enough omega-3. The bottom line on how you should try to avoid this imbalance is to try and avoid vegetables, vegetable oils high in omega-6 and the processed foods that contain them. We should also eat plenty of omega-3 rich foods, including something from the sea, at least once or twice a week, and if needed, eat a supplement with omega-3 source like fish oil. All right, thank you.